So today's Trinity Sunday, as you all have certainly caught on, and we are rounding out the great festivals of the seasons that we have celebrated since Easter. We've celebrated the resurrection on Easter Sunday and those weeks following. Then we, re- we uh, celebrated the ascension. And then last week, we celebrated Pentecost. And finally, rounding out the seasons of festivals, we are celebrating Trinity Sunday. And it is a special day in our uh, church year. And one of our traditional readings for uh, for this day is the creation story that we just heard, the first creation story that is a part of Genesis, the beginning of Genesis. And so as a preacher, I am giving the task today to explain to you two things, two great mysteries, the origin of creation and then the concept of the Trinity, God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. Those two great mysteries, and I'm supposed to do it in 12 minutes or less. (laughs) I think we can, we'll get there. (laughs) And so let's start at the beginning, or should I actually say before the beginning of creation, when all that was was God himself. And we find him in the beginning of our story where his spirit is hovering over the water. The translation we use today said wind, but what the translation, many of the translations says is this is the spirit of God. And it's hovering over the water. Now, if you were to look up this, uh, read this word in Hebrew, it is ruah, ruah. And it is a very special word for this particular spirit of God. You see it at creation. His ruah was, was hovering over the water. Do you know the other place you see it? You see it during the Exodus when God's breath parted the waters during their time when they were escaping Egypt. And so this very special God, spirit of God, this breath of God, when he breathes ruah, you can expect creation or you can expect miracles. And so that's where I want to start today because we are part of that, that breath of creation, that breath that parted the Red Sea and that breath that started all of these things from the light to the water, to the earth, to the animals, to the flying birds, to the sea creatures. Everything were created through that breath of God that started those wheels of creation. And those wheels of creation have not stopped. They have continued on today with the birth of all new creatures in his world, including you and me. Which brings me to another part of the passage of Genesis that I love. And this passage, this part actually does not show up in English translation in this creation story. Now, it would very much be there if you were to read it in Hebrew. And that that word is nephesh. What nephesh is, is when God created the cattle with their nephesh. God created the creepy crawlies with their nephesh. God created the birds of their air with their nephesh. And God created humankind with their nephesh. And nephesh is the individual spirit that he puts into each one of you 
and to each one of his creatures that makes them them. Now we know this because it's present in animals. If you have cats and dogs, you all know this. I know this. I've got four of them right now. I got two cats um, and I've got two dogs, Abby and Moses. Now Abby is a spitfire and she thinks that she is the very center of the universe. <laughs> Moses, on the other hand, is probably the most laid back, happy dog I've ever had. And so you can see they have their own individual spirit, their own individual um, way of being. And that's not just for dogs and cats. It also goes for us. Because all of us creatures, we each have that individual nephesh that God has placed in us. I mean, think about it. I've been blessed to travel all over this world. And I'm sure a lot of you have too. And I have met so many people from so many places. And it is astounding the diversity of humankind and the individuals. Everything from what people like to eat, how they dress, how they raise their children, what books they like to read, everything about them, what kind of career they want to do, what gifts they have. There, we are all unique and there's not one person who is just like us. We are all special. We are each unique, and some of us are quite, uh, are, it is also filled with characters. Some of us are kind of quirky. Take Chris Garada, for instance. <laughs> so on Trinity Sunday, we like to think about the world, the work of God from before creation, but we also think about Jesus um, and the coming of the Holy Spirit. We think about the entire ark, from God the Father, the creation of the world, to a solitary man that stood on earth, Jesus Christ, his son, our Lord, who then ascended to heaven and sent the Holy Spirit who dwells within each one of us. That is the progress of God's creation. That is Trinity. The second person of the Trinity, Jesus Christ, the Lord. We say three persons. The first person of the Trinity is God. The second person of the Trinity is Jesus. And the third person of the Trinity is the Holy Spirit. Three for one. Jesus Christ our Lord, it's through His work, His work, that through His death, His life, His resurrection, it is what makes us holy. We are, it was through our baptism that we became aligned with Him. And so we will die like him, and we will be raised to heaven with him. And so therefore, that symbolic, or that the sprinkling of water, or maybe you were dunked where you were baptized, that water isn't just a symbolic gesture. There's real holy things going on there. The Holy Spirit of God comes and dwells in your heart and becomes intertwined with your soul, with your nephesh. If you think about it, God's ruah comes and dwells with your nephesh, and they're intertwined together, and he is then with you for the rest of your life into eternity. And when that happens, we have God walking with us. And so sometimes he's like the still small voice in our hearts, guiding us, comforting us, giving us words of encouragement. 
sometimes convicting us, saying maybe go another way. But hopefully sometimes he's also whistling a happy tune while he lives within us, making us into the unique creatures that he created us each on purpose to be. Now, some people get all caught up in theological debates. You can tell I don't. <laughs> Was the world created in six days? I don't know. <laughs> Probably not. I kind of believe in the Big Bang and evolution. Um, also, um, how can God be three persons in one? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> he just is. That's why it's called faith, not knowledge. You know, we grow up, we grew up and we're uh, in a scientific world. If A happens, then B is the result. A causes B. But you see, God is a mystery. I like mysteries. I've always liked mysteries. But God works in mysterious ways. We've all heard that. And so sometimes we don't know how it all works. And that's okay. Because we like to predict the future or hope that we can predict at least something that's going to happen. But oftentimes we get it wrong. And when we start predicting what God is or should be or how it would work or what we would like him to be, we often get it wrong. I mean, think about Jesus. When Jesus came to earth, they were expecting somebody else. They weren't expecting a Messiah that acted the way that Jesus did. And it was a very hard thing for these deeply faithful people of the Hebrew faith to understand and to grasp. So sometimes we have to remember that God is not an exact science. You know, I read somewhere that our knowledge, our reason, is like a grain of sand when compared to the vast ocean of the wisdom of God. Isn't that beautiful? So true. Science is in the business of prediction, but God certainly is not. And so God thinks it works in mysterious ways. And um, he, sometimes our lives are not predictable. And sometimes God wants us to look in different ways. He wants us to take a road less traveled. And so thank goodness he is within us to guide us all the, um, on all our days through his Holy Spirit. And so, as we see, God the Father's creative act created us. God the Son's redemptive act is the one that redeemed us and makes us holy and will bring us uh, to heaven when it's our time. And God the Holy Spirit is the way that we are touched each day. God within us, working with us to spread the revelation of God and finally to lead us home to the new creation. Now I'm preparing for Youth Mission Week and it starts tomorrow. And we're very excited. I'm taking 40 plus teenagers to Foster Elementary School where we are going to be with 300 kids um, as we do Youth Mission Week, putting on a day camp for them. And what I do when I only have one chance at kids is I like to spread the news that they are each a unique creature of God and that they have been created um, to be um, on purpose with the specific gifts that they have. And I also like to then encourage them 
to shine in the way that God would love them to be. And so we are, that's our theme for next, for next week for Youth Mission Week, let your light shine. Because God did create each of us with that unique specific spirit of nephesh. And we are taking up a particular spot in his creation with particular people in this particular place. And he calls us to be with the people that are placed around us. Those are the people we are called to minister to, the ones whose lives we can touch. And so I want to close with one of my favorite, me um, one of my favorite memories. He wants us to shine brightly in our space. And one of my favorite memories as a priest was when I was at my old church in Alabama, which, by the way, two of my former parishioners just walked in the room this morning. <coughs> One of my favorite memories was at Christmas. Now, we would light the candle and we would darken the church. I mean, we would light candles and darken the church and sing Silent Night. But what we did a little differently there is that as the priest, I got to stand behind the altar. And so as everybody was kneeling down, holding their lit candle, everybody shined in a different way. And it showed, it was this beautiful, beautiful picture of everybody shining in their unique, special way that God created them to be. God's beautiful people. That is how it is with you. And my prayer for you is that not only will your light shine in the darkness in a beautiful glow of way, but also that you will shine in the daylight, spreading the revelation of God, the good news of his son, all the time relying on his Holy Spirit within you to guide your days and to help build each other up. In Christ's name I pray, amen. amen.